Welcome and thanks for joining Deacon Ryan, the people's platform and community where like-minded people come together to gather, pray and above all, share our love for both God and one another. That's here with Deacon Ryan. Let's pray. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. As Jesus continued his journey to Jerusalem, he traveled through Samaria and Galilee. As he entered a village, ten lepers met him. They stood at a distance from him and raised their voice, saying, Jesus, Master, Have pity on us. And when he saw them, he said, Go show yourselves to the priests. As they were going, they were cleansed. And one of them, realizing he had been healed, returned, glorifying God in a loud voice. And he fell at the feet of Jesus and thanked him. He was a Samaritan. Jesus said in reply, Ten were cleansed, were they not? Where are the other nine? Has none but this foreigner returned to give thanks to God? And he said to him, Stand up and go. Your faith has saved you. The Gospel of the Lord. When I was first exploring Catholicism, one of the greatest hurdles I needed to get over was my skepticism. Now, there's normal and healthy skepticism. For example, my colleague Shelby, she's learned to be skeptical that if I ask her to touch a wet spot on my shoulder, she should ask before she feels the spot where a bird had pooped on me. Or if I ask her to eat a wild berry, she may want to do a Google search first. Skepticism is also a crucial element of the scientific method, a check and balance to help minimize the impact of our own confirmation biases. But when I was considering Catholicism, I was your stereotypical police officer, and for a cop, Skepticism manifests itself in the belief that everything anyone tells you is a lie and that disbelieving everything is what keeps you alive. Not the sort of mindset that lends well to being proselytized or evangelized. It's not the sort of framework for having faith or believing in things like miracles And yet that's what God asked me to do on my faith journey, and that's what he's asking us to do today. We're asked to believe that ten men who are suffering from leprosy were cured of it in an instant. Doesn't science tell us that this is an impossibility? Am I supposed to abandon my skepticism and just simply believe? Or if I'm to hold firm to my skepticism, where then does that leave my relationship with faith and science? 
Now, if we appeal to St. Albert the Great, whom we celebrate today, a man who was not only the master of the Thomas Aquinas, a man who was not only a philosopher and a theologian, but was also a scientist who wrote at length on topics like botany and geography, astronomy, mineralogy, zoology, and other topics, well, he said this, it is the task of natural science not simply to accept what we are told, but to inquire into the causes of natural things. So he was obviously a skeptic, but there's something in what he says that tickles my mind. There's, there's something about it, something that becomes more clear when we, when we listen to some other words that he had to say. He said, in studying nature, we have not to inquire how God the Creator may, as he freely wills, use his creatures to work miracles and thereby show forth his power We have rather to inquire what nature with its imminent causes can naturally bring to pass. Albertus Magnus, this great scientific mind, and yet he talks about the natural order, natural things, and supernatural things, the supernatural order in the same breath, and for him, there doesn't seem to be any tension between the two. He challenges us to use our reason to acquire about things of the natural order, and yet at the same time to believe that God can and does work miracles. The Catechism agrees with him. It teaches that methodical research in all branches of knowledge, provided it is carried out in a truly scientific way, manner and does not override moral laws, can never conflict with the faith, because the things of the world and the things of faith derive from the same God. The humble and persevering investigator of the secrets of nature is led, as it were, by the hand of God in spite of himself, for it is God the conserver of all things who made them what they are. The church teaches that contrary to what the world says, faith and science are not in opposition, that in fact they have the same source, our creator. Rather than opposition, the catechism identifies this deep relationship between faith and science. It says there doesn't need to be conflict between a scientific mind and belief in our God, a God of miracles. Pope Benedict went so far as to say, St. Albert the Great reminds us there is friendship between science and faith, and through their vocation to the study of nature, scientists can take an authentic and fascinating path to holiness. And so, my friends, especially those students that are here today, as you go through the core, as you study theology and philosophy and at the same time do your labs in the physical and biological sciences, my charge to you on this, the Feast of St. Albert the Great, is this. Be skeptical. Question, hypothesize, test, test. 
analyze, inquire about the natural causes of things, and do not be afraid at what it is that you discover. But while you do this, be open to wonder. Believe in miracles and other things that you cannot yet prove. Appreciate that being a skeptical scientist and a person of faith can exist side by side, can exist in the same person, and that being a person of faith will make you a better inquirer of the natural order. Being a scientist will make you a better disciple of Jesus Christ. Pope Benedict provides us with a beautiful final reflection. He said, How many scientists in the wake of St. Albert the Great have carried on their research inspired by wonder at and gratitude for a world which to their eyes as scholars and believers appeared and appears as the good work of a wise and loving creator. Scientific study is then transformed into a hymn of praise. St. Albert the Great, pray for us. Thanks once again for taking the time to join Deacon Ryan, the people's platform and community where like-minded people come together to gather, pray, and above all, share our love for both God and one another. That's here with Deacon Ryan.